0: Welcome to Movie Ticket Monday, your movie review podcast where we give our overall thoughts on the film, deeper meanings, and of course the hot takes for each film we review. I'm Matt with my co-host Justin here. First movie that we're reviewing is The Departed. Came out in 2006, directed by Martin Scorsese, won Best Picture at the Oscars that year. cast includes Leonardo DiCaprio, Matt Damon, Jack Nicholson, Mark Wahlberg, Martin Sheen, Vera Farmiga, and Alec Baldwin. So Justin, give me your overall thoughts on the film. So
1: I've seen The Departed a few times now, and every single time I see it, it gets better and better. I am a huge fan. I think Martin Scorsese you know, runs this film in a way that keeps you on edge the entire time. Um, and if you take a look at it in a deeper sense, kind of, divulging beyond just the the screenplay of this is a mob boss in boston um you're really able to unpack a lot Um, and i'm looking i'm looking to get your take on it because i know you know I'm, i'm looking to see how how you think as well but i think the cast carries it i think alec baldwin and mark Wahlberg. Add like a comic comical relief to this film that's like much needed Um, and I think that they really underscore uh, you know a solid cast by Leo and and Matt Damon and it, it hits all the way home with Jack as well so
0: I mean my initial impressions were it was okay it was maybe slightly better than okay but I didn't think it was anything outstanding now we're gonna dive into it the acting we're gonna start off with now no question acting was superb I mean you look at the cast and it's it's wonderful I mean, all the people that you want to watch in a film are in this film, so no problems there on my end with acting, um, especially the the acting specifically for me from Leo of him starting out. You know, he gets his uh, starts to be a cop, and then they send him undercover, and I think his acting progression as the character throughout it and and showing how it took a toll on him for me was fantastic. I thought he did a superb job. Matt Damon did a great job as well. I think part of Matt Damon's um, it, was, it was a little more uh, less volatile for me for him. Um, but I think that had to do with kind of the writing of him being such a great, um, I guess, undercover per se start of the you know when he was younger he joined the mob boss when he was very young so i think he kind of learned how to play off uh from other people so i think that maybe brought it down a little bit along with a little bit of the writing for him but i thought dicaprio did a wonderful job and he was my high point for it
1: i I would echo that as well i mean there's the one scene where he's asking for more of the opioids and whatever and he's going it's getting into my head it's getting into my mind you know he's going crazy um and like it's kind of palpable like you feel this guy um who essentially has nothing thrown into the midst of the exact opposite of what he wants to do. He's trying to become a cop. Um, and I don't know about you. And I think it's designed this way, but you're rooting for Leo the entire way. You hate Matt Damon in this film. You want to punch him every single time he does something. At least for me, I hated Matt Damon as a character every step of the way. And I love Leo. You're rooting for Leo. And then at the ending, which we'll get into, you're like, holy crap. Like this, what the heck? Like what the heck?
0: I could agree you know you're rooting for Leo but at the same time for me Matt Damon wasn't unlikable enough and I think it had to do with his character charisma um and almost like a and and he was he was a con man almost you know he, he had to play off um to his woman to his lady that he was a good cop and to everyone else he was a good cop so yeah you're you're rooting against him but to me, I wasn't rooting him against him enough. You know, I, I kind of liked the con man aspect of it. And in certain situations where you think he might get caught, I found myself kind of rooting for him. Be like, come up with something cheeky this time to get through it. And in the end, I wanted him to lose. But I think I was I was rooting for DiCaprio. I was rooting less and found myself rooting against more Jack Nicholson. Even though I really liked his character... I found myself rooting against him just because of. Are you kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> I, I I don't know why. I know you're supposed to not like Matt Damon, but for me, and, and it almost honestly, it almost goes back to uh, the TV show White Collar. I mean, and can't go wrong. He, it's it's kind of something similar where he's trying to deceive everyone else, and I like when someone can portray that deceit. Everyone loves so, Neil
1: Caffrey though. Neil Caffrey isn't Matt Damon in The Departed.
0: Now, this is true but he's pretty darn close so
1: i am gonna push I, I back. myself
0: i'm gonna push right, back big
1: time matt damon when he whips out his cell phone literally in the police office and he calls up jack nicholson right as they're about to do a bust the pompous arrogance of that makes me hate this guy every which way no matter how you slice and dice it and jack That's nicholson valid. has this like this carefree personality and then you actually find out he's an informant for the fbi in a way I kind of like his personality. He's caught in between basically Leo and Matt Damon here. And he positions himself pretty well. He's entertaining. He's a super interesting character. He's not in it for the money. He's there for the excitement of it. And then Matt Damon is just a dick. No matter how you cut it. See, he's a dick.
0: (laughs) All right. All right. Well, when it comes to that specific one where he, he calls and especially when he says, you know, dad, I'm not going to be home for dinner. he says it at least two times that I remember, possibly three, where other people are standing in the room. Now, if if I am there in this situation, listening to this guy just say, "I'm not going to be home for dinner," and then kind of hang up, I'm going to be like, right when we're in the middle of a trying to, you know, get these bad guys, what what is this? I feel like they almost put it out there too far. Where you're almost like, come on, like someone doesn't pick up on this when he says, dad, I'm not going to be home for dinner, hangs up. And then they um, you know, all, all the SWAT and everything, they don't catch them every time. And to me, I just think, you know what? I think that was a little too pushed the envelope Whoa. for me.
1: Now, yeah. now switching gears here, and I'd love to get your thoughts on this. So. I like looking at these movies and as the listeners will pick up, I like looking for that kind of like deeper meaning that you can extract for it or design in the screenplay. And so as I was watching it this time, you, you know, like the concept of, of, of the yin and yang and uh, no, I'm not talking about, you know, psych and, and Dulé Hill here. The concept of, of <laughs> uh, the concept of the yin and yang, right? Is you have these two equal halves that are circling around each other. And then there's this divide in the middle. And so If you look at it through that lens, Leo and Matt Damon are each side of the yin and the yang, no matter how you cut it up. Matt Damon goes into the police force. He's the rat for the bad guys. Leo goes into the criminal underworld, but he's a rat for the police force. Every single element that you look at it, Matt Damon has the girl. Leo is completely alone. But then what you find is the world starts to unravel and the yin and yang that's separated of them being exact polar opposites actually turns into a blend. And so what you see in the middle, you have the girlfriend. Um, I forget what the actress's name is, the girlfriend, and then the baby that comes from it. You have Jack Nicholson who's positioned as Matt Damon is his informant. And then you have Leo becoming one of his most trusted guys. And so watching this conceptually, you have these two guys essentially – in my opinion, Matt Damon, an asshole. And then Leo, who's doing this like pretty notable undercover work, being like exact polar opposites throughout the entire film. And so if you notice, they don't ever cross paths ever until he, they pick up the phone and they're talking. Um, and they're like, holy crap, like who, who's the person on the other line here? And so as that unfolds, and then it's basically building and building and building until at the end, in the final scene, one of the final scenes when they're in the elevator, when Leo takes Matt Damon. Um, and then they all get popped. And so it's this buildup, this buildup of this yin and yang concept, exact polar opposites. And it's designed like that with Jack Nicholson. You have Martin Sheen, all these guys smack in the middle of it. And they're kind of representing the good and the bad of both characters. And it's pretty fascinating when you look at it through that light. Um,
0: That's fair. I I, 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 I I could agree with that portion. Penthouse the with yin Matt yin Damon, yin.
1: slums where Leo's living. Like no matter how you slice it up, um, it's,
0: exact, it's opposite. exact opposite. That's fair. I'm going to touch on the, the female character that, that you mentioned, um, played by Vera. I think she did a great job acting. I think her character and the, the writing for her was... I think she was almost useless. It took her... She took up so much time of it. And in the end, she... Now, we're going to talk about the end later. And she does have a role in the end. But you got to be kidding me. No, 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 no. Because when she starts out with Matt Damon, right? And initially she's placed what is almost a love interest right which is fine by me and then she gets with dicaprio now what's the point of her character at that particular moment we're going to leave out the end which we'll talk about but up to that point what's the point of her character
1: her entire job in this film is to be in between both of them and draw upon both in a different light she's able to pull the emotion out of both that you can't find in any other context If you notice, the only time you actually really get in-depth character insight into Leo is when he's with her. He shares what's going on with him when he's around her. And the same goes for Matt Damon. Matt Damon doesn't have an emotional tick in his body. And you see that because of Vera. You see their deteriorating relationship, how he's a complete scumbag, how he's an asshole to her. She's going around cheating with him. She's caught perfectly in the middle and she extracts both. She does a phenomenal job acting in this movie. And she's like all the way to her pregnancy, which they technically don't tell you whose kid it is, but everyone thinks and everyone knows that it's probably Leo's kid. You know, she's caught perfectly in the middle of it. It it adds an intensity layer and a bridge between Matt Damon and Leo in a way that you can't get anywhere else. There's a sexual connection here. Eskimo bros, like however you want to dice it up, there's a different bridge here.
0: (laughs) Eskimo bros. I I just think. I think her her development, where where she is placed in it, takes too long to to come about. I I don't think if if you take her out of it, you still see DiCaprio's mentality and his mental state as the years progress through the movie, and yeah, it it brings that sort of tension of of who's she gonna end up with or. Yeah. whose kid it is at the end, which really I, I don't, you're, you're right. We don't know. But with, if you take that out, what do you have? You still have the yin and yang. You still have DiCaprio, Matt Damon, and, and you still have the exact polar opposites. And I, I think she almost just, she, I I just don't see her place in the movie aside from what was a, a, an interesting love interest. Then kind of just goes, I don't think they finished it. Uh, See, speechless, I know. What can I say?
1: (laughs) I I I want want to tell you how wrong you are, but I think I said what I could. She's not a useless
0: character. Are you kidding me? I don't don't think she's as relevant. She's the only female character in the film. And and, and I know, but... I mean, as the
1: character... It adds an emotional connection to a movie that's just about a mom. But here's the
0: thing. An emotional connection. I didn't have an emotional connection with her. In fact watching the film i found her annoying for most of it what For her practice she just gives him the the drugs i mean that's pretty sure that's illegal (laughs) and i I just i just don't i I just had no emotional connection initially i was like all right matt found his girl we'll see how she plays a part in this she plays an important
1: part at the end
0: okay that's the end but i have refutes about the end which again Uh we'll get to later but up yeah. until that very end, I just don't I I it just I don't yeah. think it was completed. I don't think her See, if
1: you were to tell me if her you were to bigger tell me scheme that, like, was completed, like Jack Nicholson's girlfriend in this film was a useless character and she didn't need to be there, I'd probably agree with you. And she didn't add value because she has like five minutes of screen time. This is arguably the third or fourth most important character in this film behind Matt Damon and Leah. Mm. And you're telling me that she had no value?
0: You're kidding me. You, you, take, you take out that character and you still have the, no. the, the view of DiCaprio no. hurting mentally. No. I don't think, all right, you know what? Maybe you could keep the character, but I think maybe the love interest was too much at that point then. I, don't think that, I just don't think they finished it. I don't think they did enough for that character.
1: The love interest, the whole goal of this film, in my opinion, is to build up this intensity between Leo and Matt Damon. There's a reason that they never meet. But what Scorsese does. Is he creates these bridges that causes this overlap in their lives and it builds this intensity, this, this, this whole, whole crap, what's gonna happen next? And so when Leo becomes her love interest and she's cheating on Matt Damon, it adds a whole new complex layer to this film where you're like, oh snap, something's gonna go down. Is it, are they gonna get discovered for having the affair? Like, how is this how is the rat in the police force, Matt Damon, gonna get uncovered? And you throw this layer in it, it's not just okay but, we we have work we're, we're, we're cops trying to discover the rat now it's there's a relationship a sexual relationship bridging them together and but they, it's, it's funky and it, but it they draws it out it.
0: they don't finish it like they you, do you finish it. I, I don't think they do because in the end anyone could have been that person you could have put thrown in a random other girlfriend and she could have had the same effect as she does listening to that tape in the end she wouldn't even have to be the doctor for both
1: uh, no a, a move like that when she's listening to the tape when Nat Damon is in the shower, if that was just some girlfriend that they introduced ten minutes prior, wouldn't have the same impact because you wouldn't know the emotional connection and, that And, Nat and Damon I guess and that's
0: fair. Have. You wouldn't you wouldn't see DiCaprio's kid, name on the this. envelope saying, Oh my gosh, they know each other. That's fair.
1: She's she is instrumental in this film. All right in so many ways. Probably I would say she is the most important in the yin-yang concept I presented. She is the most important that's middle fair. person.
0: All right, we're movie. gonna we're gonna touch on kind of the plot in time. I, th- I thought it was to me when I was watching it, I thought it was just felt like a long film, a longer film than what I think needed to be done. And I'm going to specifically point on the end. We're going to, we're going to talk about the end here. Um, I thought it was trash. I thought the end where he just kills everyone is trash. Now I'm going to tell yeah. you why I'm going to tell you why. So, why is that necessary? Okay, it's so out of place. And to me, it's like Martin Scorsese sits there and says, okay, we have Matt Damon and DiCaprio. DiCaprio's trying to arrest him. I have no ideas anymore of what to do with this now. So I'm just going to kill them all. I'm just going to kill everyone. Because first of all, the, the, uh, the second undercover guy who comes up and, and actually kills him he was such an irrelevant character and useless that there's no reason why he has to just come out of nowhere, kill him. And then Matt Damon kills him back. And I, I just don't see the relevance of it. I, I don't know what type of ending he was shooting for because you're trying to root for a guy and he just got popped for absolutely no reason. And then Damon pops the other guy because he tried to save his life and didn't think he was relevant. That's my hot take. That's my hot take. I don't think it was good. Now, I understand Mark Wahlberg's final one. You know, he always thought Damon was the rat. And he finally did did him in. But I think what would be more convincing at the end was if Damon... Or, I'm sorry, um, Mark Wahlberg ended up killing them all. And DiCaprio sent Wahlberg, which is what should have happened, the disc, showing that Matt Damon was the rat... I think that would have been way more convincing than have three what three of the four people get killed by random people and then Wahlberg coming in at the end. That's what I think would have been a better ending. Uh,
1: no, 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 <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> what is this film? This film is literally a movie about nothingness. It ends exactly where it begins. And that's like a Scorsese staple. There's no linear plot line where you know there's a solid resolution i'm not saying it needs to be structured like that Matt damon but goes to jail and leo lives a happy life that's not how this film is structured this film is destructive the first time you watch this movie and leo is in the elevator and he says i am killing you after matt damon says just just fucking kill me whatever he says and then he gets popped in the head and then matt damon pops the, the other dirty cop and then he pops the other cop and now you have three dead bodies and matt damon walking away That scene, the first time I saw it, you're jumping up and down on the couch. You're going nuts because you're like, holy crap, what just happened? And that is like an excitement and a feeling that the movie does an incredible job building up. Because that is the first time that those two characters, for the most part, with the exception of the time that they're in the police station, that they actually come together. And it's a pop, pop, pop finish. And it is intense. And it's kind of the overall theme of you have two rats, one Undercover cop, one criminal in the police station, police force. And it just completely encapsulates. If you're looking for an extended meeting of like, oh, Leo gets the girl and goes, goes away. That's not the point of this film. That's not this what I'm film, looking for. This film is a movie about nothingness. It's it's literally like a yin and yang circle. It ends exactly where it begins. And it, it is so intense. And I, I love the ending. And I love the fact that Mark Wahlberg gets the final, the final kill on Matt Damon.
0: I, I was it, fine it's, with that. It's, it's I like I thought Mark was great. Like no matter how you
1: slice and dice it, it's, it's, uh, it's like a typical, you know, you have this, this linear screenplay and all of a sudden you just take it and chop it up into a zillion pieces and throw everything out the door. And it adds an intensity Um, level. It won Best Picture. It it was, it was like screenplay adaptation and it was nominated for a bunch. We got four Oscars. The screenplay is intense because no one, like when you're looking for a film that you get, get thrusted into
0: yeah, I thought the it linear was long. plot lines
1: are cool. I thought but they when could you have done have something it. like this now, that throws
0: here, Here's my other problem with it. The, so Jack Nicholson dies, oh. right? There's almost 40 minutes of film left. They could have cut that down drastically in half. I just thought it was so prolonged and if you're going to just kill people like that, why do you have to have all that intermediary in the middle? The the film's not about it's Jack. It's not. Nicholson. But that's a key part. That 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 ending, if you're going to kill everyone off at the end, that quickly? There's no reason why you can't do it in 15 or 20 minutes instead of 40 because one, any more character development you have in that time period is useless.
1: I I completely disagree. I mean, it builds. You think when Jack Nicholson dies, you think this film was on on the down low kind of right because the, the film plays it off to be okay, Like the cops are after this mob boss. Right. And then when the mob boss dies, what's left? You got these two rats you got to figure out, you know? You got to you got to unravel who's the mole in the police force.
0: And you say two rats what? and then that that that's third, that second rat comes and shoots um DiCaprio? He,
1: I mean, no, no, I'm saying two rats. I'm saying this is a film about two rats. One rat is Matt Damon. The other rat is one rat Leo is
0: DiCaprio. I know. So why is the second bad rat who shoots DiCaprio in the elevator relevant. Why is he the guy? He's he comes tra- out of nowhere. You need a character. He, it, it doesn't he matter. He doesn't come out of nowhere. See, exactly. They were in need the force character.
1: together back, like they knew each other. Force
0: together. Okay, but he had absolutely no relevance. He wasn't on any sort of missions. He he was not in the film and all of a sudden he uh, plays this you're, major you're, role you're, supposedly. grabbing
1: at cherries here, you know,
0: like... I, <laughs> I think if Mark Wahlberg kills all those guys, it's a whole better ending to the film because he's the guy who the entire film doesn't trust Matt Damon. The film isn't about Mark Wahlberg though. It's not. It's not not at all about it. The biggest point in the end, Mark Wahlberg's kill.
1: Because you need to close the yin-yang circle. Leo's dead. You need Matt Damon to die. Anytime you watch that film first go, you know that Matt Damon is going to die at the end. You don't know how. After Leo dies, you're like, okay. This film can't finish with Matt Damon getting know. away DiCaprio with all of this. I'm saying after DiCaprio gets popped in the elevator.
0: Oh, you know. Okay, yeah. You, you know, know sure. Matt Damon's is
1: going to die. That's
0: and because uh, the, that ending doesn't make
1: sense.
0: I, it, it, if you're looking
1: at it in a I, linear spotlight of like this plot needs to happen like this, it doesn't make sense. Well, But if you look well, at it in the of context the film, of though. let's take. No, no, no 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 some of the you best talk about not every film requires films. not every film requires a perfectly linear ending
0: it doesn't have to be linear but it has to at least make sense it, a it, it's bit. the
1: whole concept of like like deception like why why am i watching the departed i'm watching the departed because i'm looking for entertainment i'm I, and it's not a storyline it's 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 the story of, of it's action-packed. There are action scenes. It's intense. The first time you watch this, there is a suspense in it that not many films can mirror because of this concept of two rats in both. You don't know if Leo's going to get popped at any second of this film. And Matt Damon, being such an arrogant asshole, literally talking to Jack Nicholson in the police station in front of Alec Baldwin and people, you don't know when either of them is going to get caught. And so the whole point of this is like a rubber band that's building up in the, in, throughout the film. It's getting stretchier and stretchier. The tension is getting more and more great, and so that elevator scene when everyone gets popped is you have all this suspense built up, and like the, the what's the term the the deus ex maxima or whatever. Yeah, whatever. There's yeah. like some yeah. you know A. P. English uh, like term. You know, the, the climax is yeah, yeah. you snap yeah. that rubber band in half, and it's like holy crap. And so that's what happens the first the fan, time you yeah. see it. I loved that ending. It's one of my favorite endings. For a first time go-round, because you have no idea what's about to happen, it's one of my favorite endings out of any film I've ever seen.
0: See, I I thought, what the hell was I just watching? I mean, you just killed everyone in the movie. And and (laughs) I understand. I I, I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. It just didn't do it for me. I just think he almost took the easy way out. I think if you wanted to kill everyone, you could have made it better by... I think my biggest problem is... I don't know why that second undercover guy comes out of nowhere and pops all those guys. He pops. Um,
1: There's no what you're looking for an explanation that I don't even think Scorsese has one for you as to why he was there. But
0: shouldn't it? No, shouldn't it have some sort of no. explanation?
1: Because that's not Scorsese's style. If this was a Nolan film, or I don't know, like even Tarantino has that like style of like throwing things out the window and throwing you off by the end of it, you know. That's that's I'll what that's what all. some of it's these like best films do. elite complete
0: 180. <sighs> I, I don't
1: think know. You're grabbing, you're grabbing. You're reaching by. by nit-picking I, I just the and, one guy. And most the, of the, the people I talked talk. to. I,
0: that's fair. I mean, most people I, I've ever discussed this film with are, are something similar to you. Maybe not in depth, but they, they thought it was good. I, I just I, di- I didn't see it. I thought the movie was a little too long. I thought it took. I didn't think the girl was that relevant, but the acting itself was great. So, truthfully, to me, I don't know. I would probably give it a six and a half out of ten, maybe maybe seven, six and a half, seven. I don't think it's up there for me as the. Oh my gosh! I mean, now now, I'm yeah. You know, I see how it won an Oscar. I do. I mean, the screen, the directing, the filmmaking. The Was camera great.
1: shots that he has in this. I had so many notes about the camera shots. It starts out in the opening scene when Jack Nicholson walks into that little restaurant or whatever where young Matt Damon is sitting watching him. The camera work as you're going into the, into the, sh- the shop that, that the young Matt Damon is sitting in, the camera bounces up and down as if it's someone walking. It's not just panning behind him as he's going or doing a follow shot. It's literally bouncing up and down. It puts you there as if you're walking in behind Jack Nicholson into the shot. That's like really – and I noticed it, and it. It kind of puts you in a different, a different feeling in terms of the perspective. And there were two – I want I don't know if you have any thoughts on this at all, but there were two or three shots where the transition is
0: a black circle I was about to say that that's my favorite transition. I love that. That's but, but one of my favorite in film. It's so cool. He doesn't use it a lot. It's only like twice. It's I a few think. times. And and, I, and the one I I there's a reason remember, for it. I think I,
1: I guarantee there's There probably a is.
0: There probably is. But the one I remember is where um, Leo, I I believe if I remember, he just finished his discussion with Martin Sheen. Uh, underneath the you know underneath the uh, bridge and everything and you see the mm-hmm. wide view and it and it goes in and then completely gone. I love feeling of
1: isolation. I, I feel,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Isolation. And and I think it's just I just really liked it. I I, I don't know why. I just love that shot specifically. Because it kind of shows you yeah isolation of no one else is around because Martin's start, starting to leave with with Wahlberg. And and then it just goes to him being alone by himself with water behind him, no land yeah. in sight. Yeah. And I, I did. I th- I think, you know, I see why it won an Oscar. Partially because of of how it was filmed and the acting. And the soundtrack. The soundtrack like, was good. You, you got like
1: you, in you the one scene the when man. shipping up to Boston's playing. Yeah. And in the next you have no you have nobody but me <laughs> blasting in the background. He picks, and this is why I love Scorsese films, is he picks all of these just it's like a hosh posh of a bunch of stuff. It's so erratic, you know? Mm-hmm. There's there's no no one set theme. I mean the film opens with like old shots from like the seventies or the eighties, like old mob boss shots, like actual footage, you know? Um it's kinda like something pulled out of the Wolf of Wall Street a little bit, you know, where that he has these random cuts here and there where he goes off and it it, it adds a an excitement that's that's really refreshing to it i i love i love the one scene where he's playing uh nobody but me it's just like blasting or he'll be blasting like some rock song as people are getting shot like
0: (laughs) yeah and and, and you're right i mean that that was i I just the ending and the i i I did think it was a little too long but
1: one thing that I, I mentioned this to you, and I'm curious to see if you watch or were watching for it, is um, the X's right before every time someone dies. And I don't know if you watch, remember to watch for it, but in the movie, you'll find an X somewhere in the shot right before someone dies. And so the most obvious one is at the end when Matt Damon gets off the elevator or whatever and is walking to the door of his penthouse mm-hmm. right before he gets popped by Mark Wahlberg. And then he goes to, like, pet the dog, and the dog's like, no, screw you. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, like you're a rat. On the floor, there's an X pattern on the carpet. The carpet. And sure enough, he goes in, and then Mark I did see that and, one in a really badass finale, just pops awesome. him in the head. Yep.
0: I did see that X. Uh, in but. the elevator, uh, I tried to look a little bit, but I, I was more interested in getting mad almost. <laughs> but, you know, personal preference. The one thing
1: we haven't talked about, is martin sheen in this movie martin sheen in my opinion is the most likable guy in this film he is when he dies i feel like a part of me dies in this movie when he his body gets yeeted off the roof and it just splatters like that's a that's a graphic scene (laughs) um
0: very graphic and leo's
1: even like holy holy shit what the heck what the heck you know getting going nuts It, Um, It did
0: him in I mean, there's only two guys who knew his actual identity, and, and one she, of them just got yeah. thrown he's off by a the great, people he like, works
1: with. Just all around good guy. Like when Leo shows up at his house, and he's like, "Come on, let's get you some food in the kitchen."
0: Yeah, I think he brings a yeah. heartfelt to the yeah. guy who has nothing at this particular moment and truthfully I would have liked a little bit more Martin I agree in the with film yep. I think his heart heartfeltness to try to help Leo um, or or tr- him you know trying to help find the rat I think would have been would have helped the film itself
1: I agree um, most of the film is predicated more so on on Jack Nicholson and you know him trying to find Leo and and the police going after the mob and it's not really that important on anyone's agenda, really, until the absolute end to find out who the mole in the
0: police force is.
1: Um,
0: yeah, and, and if this yin and yang is what you're talking about, which which I could agree. I mean, they are polar opposites. I think a little more now. I think DiCaprio did, uh, uh, or at least his character did a pretty good job of you know writing it in for him. <laughs> And his mental state deteriorating. But Matt Damon was just rock solid all around. He he has showed no Because he's a scumbag. Um, I'm not gonna say regret, but I hate Matt He's Damon. a scumbag, but at, at a certain I point, I mean, him. I yeah. feel like you would still, even by yourself, show some sort of um, oh my gosh, like, what if they do catch me, or what if I do something wrong, or what if I can't you know, when, when um when Nicholson comes to him in the theater and says find this guy and he says i will you don't even see him batting a second eye of you know you know what would happen to me because he pretty much threatened him he's like if you don't i will kill you that that's pretty much what he was implying and I, i think i think his character was almost too perfect and didn't show any sort of volatility and and i understand that's part of the con but if you go back to the girl showing um you know that's that relationship itself, I would have assumed at some point if she played that major role in Matt Damon's life in the movie, that he would have shown her a little more some sort of thing doesn't have to be related to the actual job he's doing, but some sort of emotion of, you know, what I'm doing is not superb, you know, and that it could go wrong multiple different ways. He just acts like it's perfect all the time. Now. and It'll all work out. He, does. he gets popped yeah, in the end
1: rightfully so so now at the end of the film you got the rat running across you know out on the balcony
0: yeah out on the balcony and the, yeah. the
1: final music with the rat in my opinion is perfect um what are your thoughts on that clip
0: i think it's it's ironic that it's on his on matt damon's balcony because do you, do you like essence, the clip do you like it i do I, th- I think it's i think it's kind of
1: cheeky before you go the reason i ask is because apparently there was this guy who started this go to raise like four grand to have the rat removed from that shot because he thought really? it was like painfully cliche and no. i'm like this dude's an idiot now, this dude's an idiot i, I, I think, think it closes it perfectly the film is about a rat
0: it's I about multiple it's, I, I rats. agree and and if you want to get a little more into the nitty gritty, yeah. like like you seem to like about this film, yeah. metaphorical, the rat goes right across Matt Damon's where he lives, which to me implies the true rat, which maybe, you know, he is the bad guy. Maybe one could assume anyway, but I mean, it's it's, a, it's an it's ugly rat. He rat- goes across Ratchet. and <laughs> it is it is. And I think it's I think it's ironic because in, in t- towards the beginning, Matt Damon liked looking up at that. Yeah. Cath- I don't know yeah, if it was yeah, a cathedral, yeah, yeah. but that gold you know the gold dumb, uh, yeah. sphere at the top yeah. of I think it was a cathedral. I'm not sure. And I like how the rat goes right in front of the thing shot, he really yeah. liked to look at. It is so. I think it's kind of ironic. It, it yeah, almost goes just, back to it was
1: funny some him some, him some guy out there he's the like, rat. Get me a GoFundMe. This shot ruined the film.
0: Didn't like it. I thought it was good. I thought now, it was a, a good, now, so like, good end to that.
1: Most films that you watch, right, you you can really mm-hmm. paste in the name of the film and kind of figure out why it's there, right? Like take Shawshank, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, the title like that. That's like as clear cut as it goes. Like Redemption and Shawshank Prison for Andy Dufresne. You know, like yeah, that's fair. This yep. film though, you know, Wolf of Wall Street. However, any film you come up with, typically there's some adage to it, and so throughout the film, you see it. You do see hints of you know things saying like the faithfully departed you look for yeah and so like even when at um leo's mother's funeral right there's a picture and a or there's flowers sent from uh, i think jack nicholson's character and it's like god bless the faithfully departed or whatever and i've never noticed that one before and it shows up a few other times but it makes me think like and then let me know if like this is out there, but like, why is it called the Departed? This movie is about rats, right? This movie is about moles and two sides of things and trying to uncover the rat. The reason I think it's called the Departed is maybe on a super high level, this film is just about all the good guys who who like literally get no praise and just die. Like people die all the time, or like people disappear for doing good deeds. Like the Departed in this sense is is Leo dying, getting you know no praise basically going off you know into the abyss in, in a horrible way and like remember all of That's, these names all of these departed individuals yeah. who are never going to get the light of day because at the, when you think about it while Matt Damon does get popped at the end of this film no one knows no one knows how Leo dies and and we don't even know if Matt Damon is dead at the end and they know he's the rat and it gets published that way or the guy dies you know a tragic hero um and so it makes me think like and I even wrote it down this film, this is, this is like my end summary. I'm like, two truly's deep at this point. You know, we're, we're vibing. It's like, this is a, a film of nothingness, <laughs> a film to all those who did honest good but died without any, you know, appraisal.
0: Damn. I, I think I that's, think, that, I think, I think I that's really deep, actually. I'm like, that's exactly Leo in wow. this film.
1: And so when you think about all of the, the clips of the departed, you know, the faithfully departed and everything, like, departed is a pretty broad term. It, it doesn't apply to any one individual, it applies to all the people in the past who have passed away, you know? <laughs> um, and so I, this film in particular kind of stumped me because I really like seeing how we can dissect the title and see how it fits in. And I want, I want your thoughts on that.
0: Now. I think, um, I think, I think that's a great point of view. Actually, T- to me, it was, I guess maybe something similar, but faithfully departed was clearly the people dying, but I think in their respective sides. So, you know all the people that died. Now, not not maybe not Nicholson himself, but that whole mob, all those people that died to them, to all those people for the survivors they were all faithfully departed you know they died for the cause they died for the boss they did their job and then you go to the other side for the cops and exactly like you said they died and for leo you're right without any sort of recognition but they died for the job they were faithfully departed for their specific role while each other hated the other side their respective sides faithfully departed their own people and that's what, to me, what it kind of was. But I do like your your viewpoint on it. I, I think that's um, I think that's quite quite a stellar take on the on the title. I thought it was kind of just both sides for itself. But I, I do like your I mean, your viewpoint. So
1: we've covered just about everything. But the one thing I do want to say, and if you have more stuff to go, change. A I, I think that's quick, all I, I had. Alec Baldwin and Mark Wahlberg in this film are absolutely hilarious. (laughs) Yep. I mean, I wrote, I wrote down here in the notes somewhere. It's just, uh, Alec Baldwin is literally a meme when he punches the tech guy when when the camera angles you you know the scene (laughs) when they're when they're uh doing the exchange with the Chinese guys over the chips or whatever yeah and uh the camera angles there and Alec Baldwin the tech guy's like I don't know why we don't have a camera on the back door and Alec Baldwin just goes and punches him and then they're all like ripping him off Alec Baldwin and Mark Wahlberg's comments in the initial scene with Leo um or any scene with Leo where he just pops off and roasts this dude's ass yeah it is hilarious and it's the only comic relief you really get in this film. Film. and yeah. they both do a really good job really at good. just just being this like meme like they're memes in this movie like yeah. they're i think it's one of mark's
0: <laughs> i think it's it's almost mark's stability is yeah, uh, yeah. i mean you look being at that, that I mean, pesky asshole yeah. yeah i mean you look at the other guys too his role in that it's almost exactly similar yeah. you know he's yeah. just an uh, you know, antagonizer but yeah, I would agree. I mean,
1: in like the end, Alec I... Baldwin, SNL guy in The Departed. Like. <laughs> in the Departed.
0: Yeah, <laughs> know, that's what I get. Yeah, I, I do think it, it. I mean, it was a pretty serious film, so I do think that comedy certainly helped, um, and I think those were two great guys to do it. So, I mean, my, my overall thing, I give it. I give it. I think a, a seven. I don't think the ending was it. I still can't get past it. I see what you're saying. But I just... I think it could have been better than just some dude shooting them all and then them all dying. I think if Mark Wahlberg ended up shooting them, um, I'm I a, think it would have been better.
1: I'm a big Scorsese finding guy. finding out. I'm a big Scorsese guy. I'm going to go eight and a half. Okay. I'm a big Scorsese guy. I think he's arguably... I mean, most people don't disagree with this, but his directing ability and his movies are just erratic. And I think that that's what's, what's seen in this film. It's, it's a, it's a funky, a funky, you know, little jumbo of nothingness. And it's great.
0: Fair enough. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week. Next film will be Inglorious Bastards. So join us for that on Movie Ticket Monday. That wraps it up here. Take care and stay classy.